could you pay me in advance? Are you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Another week, another hey, show. Everybody. Here we are. Frank and I just talked for a half hour about stuff you guys don't need to know. And yeah. um, for a minute there, I thought we were actually doing the show because it was like just that normal conversation that we have. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't cause it's not anything that's, no. that's public I'll, needs I'll to know. I'll make the announcement announcement later. Yeah, that's fine. So, um, what's so Louis Gomert has the work on the house. Oh, uh, there's still one window left, um, uh, because they ordered the wrong size. Um, and was there, oh, so in the room that we recorded, you remember that window, that weird window? Yeah. So that's boarded up, and um, this weekend I'm going to go get some insulation to put in between the studs, and then uh, some sheetrock to board it up. I'm going to paint it up to look kind of like a Death Star interior thing to go with the rest of the motif in the room, and then uh, put up a bunch of shelves, and I can put some stuff back out there with its books or vintage figures or move some of my pops around, but... um. By the end of next week, this window next to me should be replaced. Everything else is done, like done, done, except for the yellow, um, peely, ratty-looking cable coming from... uh, You got the wires coming off the the pole for electricity, then it comes to the house, and then it's inside an insulated sleeve, and it goes to the meter. Both the meter and the tubing look like shit. So we, um, they said definitely the electric company should update it because it's really old. So it would be nice to have that done, but everything else, um, is good. Um, I have pluses and minuses for all of it. Um, one of the, the pluses we're having new doors put in too. Did you know doors are expensive to have installed when you have an old house? Yeah, they, they really are. Yeah. So we're having doors put in because we can't have a busted ass screen door in the back and a, and a, and a door that's half broken off the hinge in the front. Um, just, it's a storm door, you know, the storm door on the porch. Uh, sometimes it would just swing open and, uh, sometimes it would slam shut with, um, the force of a possessed Harry Potter book that doesn't, doesn't want you to read it. Um, that'll be done. I think within a month. So we'll have a nice solid black door on the front and then a black door in the back 
and then a screen door that'll be black with um it'll have a screen and a and glass that slides into the bottom of the door so you can you know switch it up however you want so that'll be nice and then um the fence people for the estimate are coming tomorrow so there's a lot happening but all the inside stuff is done so I'm kind of cool with everything now. That's cool. That's um, exciting. It'll look good when it's done. It looks great, actually, now with the with the whole front of the house looking different. I haven't put anything up yet because the yard's still a mess. Um, the the company they subcontracted the siding to, um, not great. Not great. They left trash all over the place every day. Um, we're still finding nails and trash from them in the yard. They yeah. did not clean up well at all. Um, there were there were a couple of parts where we took pictures and and had them come back and fix things. Um, the the bay window in the front, you know, you get that little roof on it with the shingles, and one of the sides had shingles sticking off the front angle at like six to eight inches sticking off. And I understand with with tar paper shingles or asphalt or whatever it is the heat will eventually melt them so that they all you know settle in with each other so that wasn't a problem but it's like come on you can't see that's fucked up looking yeah <sighs> but and then like some of the flashing on one of the parts looked like it got crunched it's like you're gonna leave it like that come on so they left a bunch of their tools which is weird yeah, that is weird. There's um, looks there's, like you got some tools. Well, this is what we're gonna do. There's a there's a, a very long green extension cord, that's not ours. There's a green, uh, impact driver like cordless impact driver, um, <clears throat> and then a toolbox, um, that's like one of those like it almost looks like luggage but it's thicker, like top to bottom. And that's got a jigsaw and stuff in it. And I don't, I don't have the contact information for the company, but when he, when this guy comes to, um, do the window and there was something else he was doing. Oh, shutters. They forgot the shutters on the front just to give it a little, you know, nice look. Yeah, a little finished look. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he comes to put those on, we're going to leave the stuff sitting there right in the driveway. And if he doesn't take it, I don't have contact info, and uh, this is what this is a payment for cleaning up your trash, I guess. But we've left it out in the yard for a week, so oh, like, man. like come back and get it. You know, you did the job. You came here six days in a row. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a dick move. I don't know if that's a you get what you get because you're careless with your stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't need it or want it, but I'll take it if they don't come get it. I was just, I was just kind of pissed with some of the work they did. I was not, I was not happy with how they were. They would show up at all different times. They would leave at all different times. There was no consistency. Yeah. They also, <clears throat> whoa. They also blocked my car in with a whole bunch of trash. Like, <laughs> And that was, like, after they had left for a weekend. So, not great. Not great. And I know that 
it's not their regular crew of guys because they he said we got to find a crew to do this and uh okay i will say i did do one horrible horrible thing they finished they finished they took all their stuff they left and uh the girls had the dogs upstairs uh with the air conditioning on because that was the only place they wouldn't see them through a window um so we went up there both they're all sitting on our bed because fuck their beds i guess um <laughs> and i said girls um i'll lose my mind because the jim who was the the basically the the project manager jim told us they used the wrong foam board under the siding so they have to take it all down and do it again and nova sitting on the bed and she went fuck <laughs> And I had thought of this like three steps away from opening up the door. I didn't tell Ellen anything. We're, we're standing there. They looked like I just walked in the room and strangled both dogs. And I'm like, I'm kidding. Like, you're an asshole. I'm like, I know. I know. I thrive on it. Hey, I don't know what's going on with your audio, You've but you've gotten progressively like softer. Oh. It looks okay here. Can you still hear me? I can, yeah, it's like right now it's a little bit better, but it sound, it sounds like there's a little something in the background and you sound a little oh, wobbly. Let me shut this off. Let me shut off the air conditioner, see how that helps. Any better? Yeah. Okay, I'll just sweat then. So, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, I don't care. So, we had the, the door guy come and, um, and, and, and talk to us and he's like, all right, look, we can take this much money off. If you write reviews when we're done and we get to put this sign up uh, in front of your house for three weeks and we're like something I don't have to touch for three weeks, fucking fine with me. <laughs> um, and I don't mind writing, writing stuff as long as they do. They said, um, now the guy's doing the siding now, no judgment, but they're not putting the siding around the doors the way we normally do it because they do siding as well. And they said, uh, he asked us, you know, what company, what color, all that. And we like, we're like, uh, we know it's a, it's a blue. <laughs> it's, it's actually regatta blue. Cause you know, our house is a boat. So <laughs> we, um, we said, I don't know. That's the boxes are right there. So we went, he went looking through the stuff. He's like, and he sat down with us and he said, you know, it'd be great if you could save as much of this siding scrap as possible so we can. When we have to take the, the frame out and redo any old or rotten wood that's in there, because the house is a hundred years old. And he said, that looks like right. an original door. Like, yeah, it is. That's why we want to fucking get rid of it. Um, he said, if you could save as much as possible, that would be great. So after everybody left for the day, we're like, okay, girls pull out any piece that's longer than two feet and, or a foot, make sure it has the two and then the holes, the blah, blah, blah. And, um, Jim came back the next day and he's like, um, there's a whole box here they didn't use. Technically you paid for it. So, so we have a whole box of it and that should be more than enough for them to do their job. So nothing will look different about the house, which is nice. Cause you know, we just had it sided. <laughs> so, but it is, it is, it is weird. Um, seeing it, it looks a little bigger because it's not, that same yellow with brown, you know, trim. Yeah. A fucking ugly ass color. Like that might've been done in like the sixties 
when yellow was fine. But the other thing is, too, all the other houses around us are like, there's a pale yellow across the street. Everybody is white or a real light gray. That one that I can see from the window here is like this pastel beige. Ugh. <laughs> Wait, how can beige be pastel? Right? I don't know, but they did it. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, beige? <laughs> what the fuck do you think you are? It seems like it's a it's a it's a very light tan with a hint of like rose. If you How dare will. you try to, try to be a, a color. <laughs> Beige is just a default. Right. It's not a color. Um but we're we're a nice blue with with white. So it's it, we stick out uh in a good way finally. And um it's weird. I don't know if it's a self-esteem thing or what, but it seems like more people are saying hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> But it's it's actually a nice feeling not to be the house that's pulling down the property values. So, <laughs> um, so the uh, and then and then to add to everything else, uh, Ellen took the girls camping. They went. Uh, they left Wednesday afternoon, came back uh, a few hours ago. Um, they just went up to the Harold Parker, uh, oh, yeah. off of one fourteen. It was the girls' first time. Um going camping so i stayed home with the dogs and uh it's a good thing too because I, I, I wasn't feeling good um like i told you yesterday and um i think it was actually lack of coffee because it felt like i had a migraine coming in all day long and it just wouldn't go away so i'm i decide yesterday all right i, I have to eat because i don't really eat a whole lot um which is surprising for my size i graze but i don't eat meals and um like okay, I should I should go do something, and uh, I go outside to open the gate, and I left the door open behind me, just not thinking. And one dog, because we have a we have a um, a kennel, not attached to the house anymore, but it's heavy enough that with the cinder blocks we have in place, the dogs will not knock it over, and if they do, they'll kind of get trapped inside of it like a net. Yeah. So, um, it's not a good thing, but they don't run at the gate ever. They don't stand on it or all any of that. So, um, one dog squeezed her face out of the gate and got out and then fucking Hera got out. Roxy looks at me and she just trots away. Um, <laughs> Hera is like a fucking lightning bolt. She looks at me, does that drop down halfway? with the legs spread out. Yeah. And then she's fucking gone. Now, these are lazy sleeping dogs that were just on the sofa. I was playing No Man's Sky, just, you know, crashing the economic systems of multiple galaxies, uh, to star systems to, you know, get 300 million credits. Um, it's pretty easy once you get enough stuff. Um, Basically, because uh, I'm going to segue the uh, for an aside, um, you um, you get a whole bunch of cobalt in your in your um, inventory, and then you go to a system that has a plus, like they'll buy it at higher than market rate, and then you sell all of it, which then plummets the market down to like negative eighty percent of market price, and then you buy it all back. 
And then you go to another system and you do it again and you do it again and you do it again. And when I started, I had a, I had a ship that I was flying around in. It had like 20 inventory slots and was worth $2 million. <laughs> By the time I got bored of playing it, my ship had like 35 inventory slots and was worth $15 million. Plus I had $450 million to just do whatever I want with. So that's fun. Um, so uh, the dogs take off. They're just they're just gone. And I'm like, oh shit. Nobody's here to help me, right? I'm like this this is gonna be a fucking nightmare. So I call I, I go in the house through out the front door because I had the front door locked. Um and I knew if I tried to get the dogs in through the front door, uh, they'd get their way off the porch. It was just all fucking so I grabbed my car keys. I have a shirt on because, you know, I was going outside. And um <laughs> I open the car door and Roxy's across the street in the um in the neighbor's driveway and Harris further up into the neighbor, like trying to see if they can get through the little space between the two fences. Like fucking asshole, come on. So I open the car door and Roxy jumps right in. Hera comes down the driveway, looks at me, drops, and then fucking tears it up the street. This dog is fast. I'm not bragging. I am lamenting. This dog is <laughs> so fast. Like, I turned to get in the car while keeping my eye on her. I turned, took my eye off her, didn't, lost her, totally gone. So I'm like, oh shit, she's going to run out onto that busy street. She's going to be this, this, this medium sized black streak and somebody's going to hit her. And, um, it'll, and, and great. So the dog dies, um, while the girls are away camping. They'll never want to go anywhere again. Right. So I get in the car. Roxy is just ecstatic because she thinks we're going to the dog park. Meanwhile, she's fucking going to dog jail. And, um, I drive up the street. I do a loop over the, the busy street. I drive down to the back because um, there's a dead end street connected. Um, it's three streets that run parallel, and the dead end one is behind us. And um, Lee, our neighbor's out watering his his yard, and uh, he says, "You uh, looking for your dog?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, I am." Yes, I am. He said, "Well, she went went down 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 in the back. She went up because one road goes down, a little one goes up." a little higher. So you know how it is like high side, low side for movie theater yeah. numbers. So I turn the car around and there's a guy, he's like, is that your dog? I'm like, I fucking hope so. <laughs> she's just standing there with her tongue hanging out, panting, sniffing a telephone pole. Like you asshole, you better have peed and pooped while you were out here. Cause you're not going out again, dick. So I pull up, and obviously, Roxy is jumping back and forth and back and forth between the front and back of my tiny Prius. And I'm like, "All right, how am I gonna how am I gonna open the car door to let the dog in?" So I armbar Roxy, <laughs> just stop. And I put my arm just across her chest and I hold her. And I open the back door and I yell, "Come on, idiot, get in the car!" And she jumped right in. <laughs> and I'm like, "Great, I have both dogs." And then I drive back to the driveway. I thank Lee for, for pointing them out. And um, I'm sitting in the driveway and I'm like, fuck, I got to get them in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, short of driving to the back of the, 
the house where I was just gonna say your car thing is super is. small, man. You could just drive into the house. I could have. I could have driven all the way to the back where the door the door to the kennel was, and just open the door and have them go in the kennel. You need like an airlock system. That's what we have in the front of the house. You know, we have those two right. stupid doors. Yeah. So what I did was I squeezed out of the car, left them both in the car, went in the house, got the collar, put it on Roxy, took her in the house. Stay here, fucking asshole. Close both doors. <laughs> right? Because I talked to the dogs like I talked to, you know, people, people sneaking into movies. <laughs> fucking stop <laughs> it. So then Hera, I get try I put I try to put the collar on Hera. She's super excited because she's like, I'm outside without a leash. Yeah, fuck you. And um it takes three tries to get the collar on her. And then she gets out of the car, close the car door, we walk up the, the little path to the house, and then she starts to pull backwards. Now this collar is only meant to hold her ID tags. It's supposed to be comfortable. It's supposed to be loose enough that it won't ever choke her. And if it gets yeah. caught on something, you know, if she stands still, she won't get hurt. It's not meant to drag a dog into the house with because that's what the harnesses are for. And I wasn't going to attempt to put a harness on one dog while there was another one that could sneak out between or under her legs. So. Hera does what um, we can assume would be if Gollum was a Marlin when he had that <laughs> leash put on him by the El by by the Hobbits, yeah. and she starts flipping around and pulling, and I see it. It's up by her ears. It's not on her neck anymore, and I'm like, oh shit, I am not fucking chasing you again. <sighs> and she jumps up in the air, and she shakes her head back and forth. Because she just wants to go for a walk. Well, she's lost that privilege now. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, okay, okay, Roxy. Come, Hera. <laughs> Roxy's the one I don't hate as much anymore now. Okay, Hera, come on. Can you, uh, hold on. Oh, let me give you pets. And I scoop her up. Because she weighs like 40 pounds now. Because that's all she grew into. And I carry her into the house while I'm saying, you stupid motherfucker really thought you could get away from me again. <laughs> God damn it, get in the house. We're going to go play video games and you are going to take a goddamn nap. And then they try to get in my face when I have burgers and chips, which was a whole other fucking nightmare. Yesterday was terrible. Um, So, yeah, I'm chasing the dogs with a blasting headache. And then I'm like, I got to eat. So I turn on the grill. I got the burgers. I'm like, this is nice and easy. Once it heats up, 10 minutes, done. As soon as I start the grill up and sit down at the table and wait, guess what happens? What? Fucking lightning tsunami hit. Oh, yeah. Remember when all that was going on? Yeah. My dumbass was sitting outside with burgers. <laughs> God damn, what a... And, I'm, and I said to Ellen, I'm like, oh, when you guys are away, maybe I'll, maybe I'll order something from Jade's. And get that, and that'll be nice and easy. But after chasing the dogs, I didn't want to go out. I was just pissed. I knew if I tried to go out, they would want to go with me. So I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. So I'm there I am standing out there in a fucking lightning storm because I'm like, God damn it, I lit this grill, and there are burgers on it. I'm not fucking wasting them. <laughs> It'll be my last meal, but damn it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I'm big enough. The lightning will go right through me. 
and whatever. I'll have a neat looking scar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you know what? My family will be back tomorrow afternoon. So as long as my heart keeps going, dogs are fine. They can watch YouTube videos on as long as they keep playing in there. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and then I'm just like fucking enough. Just enough. I go up to bed, the dogs come up with me, and they take up they lay in a, if the head of the bed is the one third and the foot of the bed is the three thirds of the bed, they lay yeah. at about the two thirds next to each other. So I can't lay on my bed properly. And I, and I, and I really care about my dogs more than I care about my comfort, apparently. So I just lay at an angle. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess this is what we're doing. I, I just put on Bob's Burgers. Flipped through Facebook, fell asleep. God damn it. Yesterday was, was interesting. I remember, when, I remember when Kiki used to get out of the yard and go over to uh, CVS. Because <laughs> there was the automatic doors. So right. the doors would just open and she'd just like walk in. Yeah. And we'd always get a call. Hey, guys, Kiki's over here. And, <laughs> you know, that one time I went to go pick her up and there was like this mean manager. Oh, like, you know, if she comes in here again, I'm not calling you. I'm going to call animal control. And there's like an employee behind her going, I'm really sorry. <laughs> She's a bitch. Like, yeah, oh, that's too yeah, bad. She is. It's just like, you know, it's just whatever. And Kiki would be looking at me like, so what's up with you? How are you doing? Yeah. Funny eating you here. What are you doing here? <laughs> Picking up some stuff. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll come home with you. Sure. I just but came in to get some treats. That's well, the thing. I, that's the thing I never understood. Oh, they gave her treats. Yeah. Oh, she well, that's why and, she kept going back. Us. They would call us, and we by the time we get over there, but like in, while they're waiting for us to come over, which was a five minute walk. Not even. Not even. No. You know. <laughs> like, like they, they could have escorted the dog out of the front, and you could have called her from your yard. Yeah. Exactly. We did that a couple of times too. Just come back in. Hey, I was over there and it was fun. I'm like, yeah, you're an asshole. Come on, stop being a douche. Uh, at least you didn't run out into the uh, into the uh, into the street or across the street. Oh, yeah. Once she did that, she got clipped once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once oh. it was one of like the family parties. It may have been like. Um, like there was a, I don't know, there was something going on like in the neighborhood or something like that where there was noise oh. and she just kind of bolted. Yeah. So, um, but she's yeah, so was, friendly. I know, can't imagine you know, you know anybody. What it was? No, you know what it was? You know what freaked her out? Whenever we would sing happy birthday. Huh? So they get the whole group of people singing happy birthday. Kiki would just hear it. If we were outside, she would bolt, um, if we were inside singing it and it would be loud enough because a bunch of people there for a birthday party, she would take off. She hated that fucking song. So they, it really got to be a point. It's just like, wait, we're going to sing happy birthday. Where's the dog? It would be someone's <laughs> job to hang on to the dog. Oh. So, oh, that's hilarious, man. So I total shift. I'm going to talk about Big Bang Theory for a minute. Why? Because I um, heard myself I, yell why through your speaker. <laughs> <laughs> because I have gone back to the beginning. Why? 
Um, because um, I haven't watched it in a very, very, very long time. Okay. You know, I I think I missed. I think I stopped watching it in and around the time that Howard got married. Okay. So I didn't see, and like I've seen clips on like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. That you know. Stuff that I didn't know happened, like Penny cut her hair and is working for Bernadette or some shit. I don't really know. Oh, when so, she was a pharmaceutical rep, yeah. 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 So, like stuff. So, see like, that I'm shit. Just, I don't need to remember in my right, everyday you know, so life. I'm just like, all right, let me go back to the beginning. It's been long enough, right? Mm. And I remember reading an article someplace, some you know, about something about how they had to sort of temper Sheldon a little bit. Because in the beginning, he came off as less as sort of lovably quirky and just as a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. And I got to say, he's a fucking asshole. I'm like seven or eight episodes into the first season. I'm just like, oh, fuck you. And I have to say that the first couple of episodes, I couldn't watch straight through. Not mm-hmm. because of him, but because they were just like, like kind of like typical, boring, like sitcom mm-hmm. tropes that just like, oh, the nerd likes the pretty girl and yeah. blah, 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 you know? And speaking of the pretty girl, she was a lot hotter than I remember her being hmm. at the time. Yeah, I have no recollection. Yeah, it's, it's like Penny looked good. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so I'm kind of going through that. And now it seems like they're playing with like like Sheldon's a little less douchey a little bit. Okay. And that may be tempered by like I know how he is and I've seen like clips of, you know, the young Sheldon show. Uh, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of that sort of just sort of retcons a lot of stuff. So but um you know, it's it's mostly okay. I've had a couple of laugh out loud moments. You know, I really liked early on when Raj couldn't talk to women. Okay. I that was pretty funny i got uh, i got real it got real tiring after a while the whole the whole show i don't know i just i just kind of gave up on it because it was just, how, it kind of felt insulting um oh shit i don't even know um let's see I like what? to think that I was I was typing there, not talking. Sorry. Oh, there's um, there's there's like a lot of them using like like they give them a lot of super nerdy dialogue and stuff like that, mm. which I think um I remember them sort of backing a little bit away from making them a little less super nerdy, but also in the time that that show was on. I think there was a little bit of a, of a, like, it's cool to be nerdy mm. kind of thing. The way, like, the Marvel superhero movies, you know, kicked in and everybody's sort of into the superheroes. And right. There's less stigma to being smart, mm-hmm. I guess. So it's kind of interesting, you know, a little cultural shift away from stigmatizing and shitting on, you know, comic book lovers when that becomes like, a little bit more mainstream in yeah. the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, um, okay. So I remember season eight. I remember them. Like, I remember Wallowitz going to space. Mm. 
Yeah, it's got to go see. to space. Um, I remember that. I think that was after um, they all went to like the North Pole for a season or a, like a summer. Or right, something. right. That was Howard's end of end of season cliffhanger kind of thing, I guess. Oh no, Sheldon's. It was Sheldon's job. No, wasn't it all? Wallowitz? They were all going to go, and they Penny, all went. Yeah, yeah. And then Penny, when she said goodbye to Leonard, she just. You know, that's when she realized how much she's going to miss him and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I think, I think it was, might have been either the end of season eight or halfway through it that I stopped. Because yeah. it, it just got to be a little, I don't know, repetitive. Yeah. So now I'm really, you know how I am about sitcoms and pilots and seeing how things all end up. So um, it'll be interesting to see um, if they let the characters develop much at all. Yeah, they would be. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing now with with seasons with with TV shows is that you you everybody wants the characters to grow in at least for some of them believable ways, right? Like that's why I like Brooklyn Nine Nine because characters are changing and those things are carrying through. Um. And it could be a small revelation about a character, a small little deal that that just keeps going. Like one of the characters, um, he dated somebody, didn't think he'd ever meet anybody again, met somebody. And, Which character? Oh, um, yeah, uh, Boyle. Okay. Boyle um, dated dated the, 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 the oh, what was her name? The older, yeah. the older lady. I can't think of her character's name. Um, oh, but they yeah. both, they both loved food and all that. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then, and Why then did they have to break up. She was moving to Canada, uh, and yeah. Boyle yeah, did not want to move. Um, but then he met the the woman um, that became not his wife, but as close as they both wanted to, as close as they can be to husband and wife they adopted a child so he finally has a kid and it's one of those those things like when you're working with somebody like yeah i know you have a kid and it's not always something that comes up every day uh, but when it does you're like oh yeah that happened for him and and that's that's good and this character's finally happy and this one uh came out to everybody and and everything's awesome there and this one got promoted and so did she and these two are married and they're having a baby and the thing about like Jake and Amy getting together getting married having a baby um that feels like that was the plan from the beginning yeah it doesn't feel like oh well everybody loves these two characters so we should put them together um and it doesn't change the dynamic at all because you can be married, work together, and keep it professional, especially considering they're both different ranks and they both have different job responsibilities. Right. Um, and that's, that's, that's what I like about that show is that it's, it's a sitcom, but characters, characters are, are actually achieving things and, and growing. And it's not the same, oh, look at the stupid thing I did this week. Yes, that happens, but they do yeah, more than that with the arc. character. Yeah, they they or, actually. And you can't just you know 
keep Bart at 10 years old for 35 years. Yeah. I've kind of, I've really drifted away from The Simpsons in the last I haven't three or watched four years. regularly in a very long time, but when I do see stuff from it, I you know, it's it's The Simpsons. It's kind of like just sort of comfort food. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? It almost feels like they're just, all right, we're at 38 or third whatever, and we'll just shoot for 50, 50 years and fucking be done with it. Yeah, they they could do it. Yeah. Yeah, as long as nobody nobody uh, of of huge voice importance dies, they could. Yeah, but I wonder I wonder who I mean it it would ugh, I don't want to say it would be easy enough to replace people cuz you know there are some actors on that show who do mm. many 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 voices so right. like Hank Azaria, you yeah. know, he may he does like so many of them. I think you know, if, if like oh you know you might be able to replace right. one or two yeah. but there's going to be a whole bunch that you're not going to be able to replace. It's I would, like yeah. It's like um Seth MacFarlane on Family Guy. True. Yeah. I would think if any of the main voice casts of The Simpsons were to go, then they would end the show out of respect for all the work they've put into it. I would I would hope so. I yeah. mean, because, yeah, I would hope so. Because it's not like if Matt Groening passes away, they would stop because he's the creator. He's not, you know, weekly, quote unquote, in front of the camera kind of right. keeps and the show going. Yeah, and you know that there are others who could sort of run that show. Right, because you saw Star Trek and with Roddenberry passing, that's uh, still going as strong as it possibly can. Yeah, so, in so many iterations. Yeah, and some of the new ones actually aren't that bad. So, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Have you been watching anything else recently? I went back and I restarted watching Glow. Again, because oh, yeah? I love that show. I really do. It's it's so much fun. I stopped in maybe the third or fourth episode of the second season. I'm not quite sure why. I think it was one of, like, I think I tried to sort of binge it. And uh, it doesn't work as a binge, you know, bang them out. No, not the first time through, but, you know. After that, <laughs> after you watch it all the way through, I, I watched, I was doing some stuff in here and, uh, I think I, I think I went through like four episodes. I think, I think for me, that show definitely benefits from, from knowing the characters and the way that the, the trajectory they're headed on, because it's really neat to see how they get there and, and knowing where they go, watching how they, not manipulate, but how they how they maneuver their themselves and their characters and careers. It's it's pretty interesting. Plus, yeah, they have so many engaging actresses on that show. Even in the weird roles, like you want to know what's going on with all of them, and it's just it's just fun. I just I I want I want the third season. I want to I want to see what happens. And it's so eighties. When are they doing the second season of Umbrella Academy? Did you ever watch that? Oh, jeez. I've been getting pop-up ads for that fucking thing, like, all week. It's got to be soon. I, guess it, I think it's now, actually. I'm just looking at Netflix now. Ah. Um, yeah, I think season two. That was, Did you watch that? We watched 
I want to say half. Ellen finished the first season. I watched half of the first season. Um, because I was like, okay, so when is it going to get really interesting? And I guess toward the end of the first season, it got really interesting. Yeah, it got really, really. They, they did a really good job of just kind of like building things up. Oh, this is. I'm gonna watch. The, I'm probably gonna blow through this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have to work tomorrow or uh, the next. I have the next three days off. Oh, so. Um. Yeah, I might. Um. I might. I might check this out. So. Um. Yeah. Because I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. So, oh, goodness, they do a recap video. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yep, that's what I'm doing today. It was really good. Hmm. I really liked it. Last night I started watching... Um, oh, hold on, this is going to take me a minute because there's so many different... Yeah, okay. The uh, Transformers War for Cybertron on Netflix... Uh, siege it uh it all takes place on cybertron uh so there's no humans there's no um earth vehicles or anything and um boy they did they really did what they could to get rid of any type of megan fox character whatsoever absolutely absolutely you, like, if yeah you, we don't need we don't need people you right i mean really they don't if you want to see a, an actual good transformers movie bumblebee was really fun I enjoyed that. I actually I saw that twice in the theater. I just watched it a couple oh. weeks ago again, but I anytime like I open up Hulu or wherever it is, uh, I'll watch the opening scene um uh with the war on Cybertron because that's what we all wanted. That's what the generation 1 fans I think wanted to see was those designs, those voices, that kind of action. And and have it be, you know, recognizable, I guess is a good way to put it. <laughs> um, and that's the thing about what this, this cartoon on Netflix is doing, Siege, is that everybody is recognizable as their characters from Generation 1. Yes, Megatron turns into a tank. Who cares? The, old, the, the guy that got to do... What's his fucking name? Starscream's voice. Remember Starscream in the cartoon? He was voiced by the same guy that did Cobra Commander, so he had that same, like, raspy whine yeah. when he talked. The guy they got doing it is pretty damn close. And Soundwave, who had the, the robot voice, like an actual robot-sounding voice from the 80s, it's close. It's acceptable. The only one I don't like is... Shockwave. Shockwave was the purple one-eyed robot that stayed on Cybertron through the whole cartoon. And he talked like the, he was very proper. And um here he's kind of kind of a whiny, conniving, like, yeah, we'll go and do what we need to do, boss kind of stuff. But other than that, fucking really nice. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. It's um it's a pretty straightforward story. But is better than Revenge of the Fallen or whatever, Dark of the Moon. And Ugh. What else was I watching? I watch a lot of Bob's Burgers. Like, I think if they gave out an award for most hours of Bob's Burgers watched, we, we as a family would win that award. <laughs> um, because, Can't. huh? It just throws me with his voice. I know. You got to get past that. It. It's a great show. 
I know. It really know. is. That's the only one left that I recommend to you. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've seen bits, of, you know, <laughs> I've seen a couple episodes and I've liked what I've seen. Yeah. There's obviously the Archer, you know, there's an Archer crossover type of deal. Right. Oh no, it's the one where Archer is like in a Bob's Burgers world. Yeah. But I did see one Bob's Burgers where they did like a dinner theater thing. Yeah. And because of my, you know, my experiences with, dinner theater i found it ridiculously funny yeah so yeah that one was good um, yeah so um i'm sure at some point i will get to it mm. there's I'm only a- there's only a couple of episodes i really don't like because i think the characters acted a little bit out of character yeah but i mean out of a uh, almost 200 episodes one or two where they make decisions that kind of go against what the audience expectations is it's like all right i'll I'll give you one that's fine sure i'll I'll allow it yeah why not i can't think of anything else really that i've that i've watched not not too many movies emmy nominations came out yeah i went through all of them um before we did the show here and um I'm I'm happy for Mandalorian. Yep. It just feels weird to like because there's it just feels weird to think about like Emmy nominations because because of the pandemic that's you know still going on despite the behavior of some people. Um it doesn't kind of feel like it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, I don't, I don't it know. feels like it's just like, oh yeah, they still do the Emmys. <laughs> so yeah i mean uh, what are they gonna do are they just gonna televise it and have one person guess, read everything i i guess i don't i don't know hmm. there's there's a bunch of stuff there that i thought okay well that's really good like um for instance the the dark crystal netflix series was um it was like nominated for like best children's show but honestly, that oh, yeah. that could have been under uh, production design, artwork, costumes, whatever. It could have it could have got more. There was a lot of work put into that, and it yeah. was very impressive. But glad that it got nominated. But it seems yeah. like seems like the uh, the Emmy people really like Ozark, really like yeah. Miss Maisel. Um, like yeah, which I started watching after oh, a dude. few people have uh, recommended it. It's so good. There was one line in one episode that, like, I'm like, well, that's that's absolutely perfect, and I, I laughed. I laughed so so much. Um, so we got we got Eugene Levy and his son. I forget his son's name because I haven't been watching David. it that long. And um, they're talking about his credit card, um, and and paying the bill, uh, because he has moisturizer that came in. This is like second episode. Yeah. Um, and he says well, how are you going to pay for this? He's like, I already have it. <laughs> like, and it just, it just, the, 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 it just goes around and around the way he said it, just the, 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 well, like, what are they going to do? Come take it from me. I already have it. I'm like, holy shit. That is such a dead on like description of a child with a credit card. Yeah. That was and it and the his delivery. He's really good. Uh, and then he's, 
when I found out it was Eugene Levy's son, I'm like, oh, that's nice. They're playing father and son. And then I'm like, oh, but they really work off each other real well. They really do. And also, um, the waitress, Twyla. Yeah. Yeah. She's the daughter. She's yep. his daughter. Yep. Slash, you know, and David's sister. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, they do play off each other really well. They created the show together mm. and, um, it's, it's so good. One of the things that they do really, really well is, um, like relationship stuff. Yeah. Although I do have to say that my least favorite character or my, like a character that I find annoying mm. is, um, is the mother. Oh, okay. Cause she's, cause she's too like, like cartoonish. Ah, uh, yeah. In the yep, same okay. way that like Roland the mayor is like also too like cartoonish idiot sort of kind of mm. guy. Like it's too, you don't need them to be over the top annoying the way they are. Right. But, right. but, but Catherine O'Hara, whom I love, mm. um, she's just like, like the way her character speaks and the way she behaves, it's just, it's too much because the show isn't that like farcical. Mm. How many, know? how many seasons has it done? Um, six. Holy shit. Really? And, yeah. And they're, I think all but the last is on Netflix. Okay. And and has her character changed over the six years? She's um because you would imagine these people would start to get used to their surroundings and try to assimilate whether they uh, knowingly do it or not. Well, like there there does come a time where there's you know acceptance of their situation. I'll just leave it like okay, that. Okay. Okay. Um. So, and there are a couple of nice little ways that they show that they're starting to, you know, be a little bit more in tune with the community. Mm. So, um, my, probably my, my second favorite character after David is Stevie, the hotel girl. She's, she's the best. Oh my God. She's, Anytime she's like, I don't know what it is about her, but like, she's, she's just adorable. She's great. Yeah. She's really, her face is so perfect because she just sort of like, yeah. Just the way she sort of plays along with, like, the, any scene that, like, that David is in is mm. fantastic. He's great. Yeah. So he really is great. And I got to tell you, like, his storyline is so fantastic. He, he, more than anybody else, seemed like he, well, and the sister, too, actually, they seemed like they sort of wanted to try to fit in because they didn't like, they don't like sticking out. It seems, and this is real, this is like halfway through the first season. Yeah, it's, um, it, they really do it. They really do a nice job hmm. with it. They, they really do. Yeah. So, and the small town thing is, is pretty fun. It's a, it's a true ensemble kind of thing. It's, yeah. you know, a little bit of fish out of water because all of them. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's, I wouldn't say that there's a main character except like the roses are like, yeah one character so it's yeah um yeah great show it really is well, there's some really sweet stuff coming up keep with it i remember um i think the last episode we watched was her surprise birthday party in the barn that wasn't a surprise oh uh, yeah um a bunch of people had recommended it uh, i think reverend scott was one of them that that said you know you gotta you gotta you guys gotta check this out and he wasn't wrong about brooklyn 99 so i gave him the benefit of the doubt we start watching it and i'm like holy shit is that chris elliott 
And Ellen's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. And Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. All right. Now, they're not, I mean, this is probably a, a, a common misconception, but they are not married to each other, right? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. But it's one of those no. things that, like, I need, like, a memento board hanging up of, like, <laughs> like these two people that always act in everything as husband and wife are not married yeah, to each other. that's the thing. They've worked together for years, and it's great. Like, you always see them together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so especially those like like the fake documentary things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I read I read a piece of trivia that says she wears uh, black and white stripes as a as a little nod to her role in Beetlejuice. Oh yeah. I'm like oh, well that's good. <laughs> she 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 likes. She, it's nice when I like when when actors like remember the roles that that you know people like them in that yeah. kind of thing and they acknowledge their their you know their past yeah and i it's... always forget that i i always forget that um um what's his face is in that in what in beetlejuice alec baldwin yeah yeah i always forget he's in that he looks so different than he does now he really does he looks he looks like I mean, obviously he's younger, but softer, right. and I just I love him so much as as Jack Donaghy. So, mm. um, yeah, and actually, if you were to watch the Match Game episodes he does, he's kind of like a drunk Jack Donaghy in in the in Match Game. Where are those? Where where is Match Game? Hulu. Oh fuck Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, but you can see when they get it's the Blue Thunder of. Yeah. Streaming you can see when they get down to like the end of the season and it's like it's like a bunch of people that aren't comedians or you look and you're like oh shit adam carolla fuck oh why the fuck does he have a career I honestly know. i don't know i mean i kind of get jimmy kimmel but he's forgettable like um the other one <laughs> as i as i prove my fucking point <laughs> that was so perfect that was so organic um forgettable like um both of the both of the guys the, whose names are seth myers who's the other one um um uh, jimmy fallon I, jimmy fallon seth myers is like what you have a talk show uh, i guess it's what to keep you out of jail i don't know seth myers you know what the only th thing i like about seth meyer's show is when he does his little like you know closer look things and he mm. does commentary because it's pretty smart and it's pretty good okay so i like i like when he does that but um, the but the other guy there jimmy fallon it's like you're just you're just having people on so you can do what you want to do that's exactly it and i like everything about jimmy fallon's show except when he's doing like the talk show host thing when he's sitting at the desk with people because i think it really sort of hems him in mm. they really should just give him a show i mean he has this show where he could just like jimmy plays games with celebrities yeah and then he does some music every now and again oh and you know he's really good friends with justin timberlake so we'll see him every now and again which is the longest title for a show ever but um, yeah, but it should be. Like, it, it feels like it should be one or the other. It's like do a talk show or do a variety show. Don't yeah, exactly. don't have people on to promote shit, and then force them to do stupid things with you. Yeah, I I like seeing I like Conan. Mm. 
Conan's got a really good balance because he's great, like, at the desk. And then he'll do his little filmed bits and he'll do, I mean, like, the stuff he does with Jordan Schlansky is great. And some of the stuff he's done during the pandemic mm. um, has been pretty good. Um, so I'd basically just watch uh, Colbert's um, monologue intro um, and then uh, and then I'm good. Whoops. What the hell was that? <laughs> I was just, I was opened a new window and a fucking thing played. Ugh. <sighs> so yeah, and then uh, obviously I'll watch John Oliver every week that he's on. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. He's always good. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's great? Like the last episode he did, where he like called out Sean Hannity for playing like stupid shit. Yeah. About Portland. Well, Sean Hannity said something about that, so that uh, means that John Oliver is going to be like, "Oh, oh, all right, you said something on a Thursday, plenty of time." Yeah, he could say shit two hours before the show airs, and you know he'll sit down at his house and be like, "We're doing this." Yeah, edit this back in. And they really, they just let him do whatever he wants. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He shits on AT and T all the time. It's so no, funny. no, 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 no. Business daddy. Business daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but he keeps winning awards. So what are they going to do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he was nominated for like five Emmys. Oh, did he? Yeah, I went through. There nice. were they were a lot for him. Yeah, I haven't looked at the whole list uh, yet. Yeah, I'm pretty so. happy Mandalorian got its due. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Really, especially really nice. especially for music because I thought I thought the music on Mandalorian I the was, music was great. Yeah, really really good, and they yeah. had some really interesting directors. Yep, um, and it was really interesting because like every director did, you, like it still had like you can tell which one was like the Bryce Dallas Howard one and mm. which one was the Takikikadle whose name I can never say what duty, um, <laughs> which is his and. Um, but they all still feel like from the same show. Yeah. They're all, they're all, they all have a cohesive look and feel. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's so just really, really great job. Yeah. A couple of things about the Emmy nominations that I was happy to see. One was that Taika Waititi. Thank you. Who voiced IG 11 was nominated for voiceover work. Great. For IG 11, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, there are some other people that have done more uh, for the shows that they've been on. But honestly, I think I think Taika knocked it out of the goddamn park because I'm very critical about about secondary character voices in um, in Star Wars. Like like I in my head, I have an idea of how this droid or alien should sound like yeah. Plo Koon shouldn't have sounded the way he did. I thought he should have had a little little sound wave modulation going on because he wears a mask, but whatever, whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so fine. Pers- personal favorite. Definitely. I want to see him win that because I mean, he, he deserves all the awards and Hollywood kind of loves him right now anyway. So it, it, it may be one of those things where it's like, yeah, we like you. So here you go. Cause it kind of feels like awards are like that sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Also, What We Do in the Shadows was nominated for a ton of awards, and they are yeah, good. I love it. I love is it. That another, is that another Hulu show? Yeah. Oh, well. 
Oh, it is it is the one show that the girls will say, um, when's the next season? Yeah. And then it'll just come up randomly. They'll they'll ask. And fortunately the next season is like October or something, so I have to say though, I've seen a, I've seen one studio do something um with their release schedule that really surprised with one movie in particular that really surprised me. Because you know how everything's going really going to be released digital, more or less. Yeah. Um, whichever the next Halloween is, Halloween Kills, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, Halloween movies uh, historically uh, released in October. Um, and and the people behind it, um, I think Seth is it Seth Rogen. I forget. For what? For like producing it or something. Um. Did he? I forget. Really? I thought now, so. I'm gonna look. No, it's it's yeah, somebody probably. else. Um, um, um let's see, Halloween kills um producer. It was one of the it's one of those names where it's like oh uh, mm, Danny McBride. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's 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 an executive producer. Right. Executive producers, but listen, there's Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, Ryan Fryman, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Carpenter, Jason Bloom. Well, right. he's the producer. Right. So, so Bloom Bloom is definitely, but Jamie, uh, yeah, John Danny Carpenter. Is the one we're thinking of. Huh? Danny McBride yeah. is the one you were thinking of as sort of like that. Like, oh, him? Yeah, because Carpenter is definitely a um, just a credit because he created the characters along yeah. with the with the writers. Um, yeah, so I think it was him that that released the the press release that said, you know what, uh, we want everybody to see this, you know, as, as much as possible. We we want, we're we're really excited. We think we have something great, but in order to maintain the the whole thing uh, around it we have to release it in october so we're going to delay it an entire year and they're going to release it next october that's cool i'm like wow that's that's really smart because a bunch of studios you know they'd be like i'll just throw it out in february who gives a shit yeah it's halloween i mean you can't release a christmas movie before november it just doesn't work yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm glad that they're doing that to maintain the integrity of it. I mean, this year's a wash. No oh, yeah. one's no one's making money this year. And I think everybody knows it. Yeah, there was um, one weekend the Empire Strikes Back was the top at the box office. Right? Like, come on, really? Good for them. But really? Yeah. Like Empire uh, needs more money. I know, right? Uh, but yeah. Hey, Speaking of the Empire, hmm. I just um, – I think I have a new favorite Star Wars character. Okay. Well, at least kind of like, you know, secondary to, you know, my favorite favorite. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But um, Ray Sloan. Yeah. You said that last week. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I just finished a, a, the, another story that she was in. It's the one where Kanan and Hera meet. Oh, okay. I just okay. finished that. Holy shit. What a great story for one thing. But Ray Sloan is the shit. Huh. So, and in that story, like in that book, there's like a collection. There's like three short stories. Mm. And then there's like Tarkin, which was great. Yep. And then um, the Hera and Kanan story. But mm. there's this one short story that takes place 
um, during Jedi, and it's from Ray Sloan's point of view above Endor, oh. just as the um, spoiler, as the as the the second Death Star is going up, huh. she like sees the attack, and she's just like, um, "Wait a minute, what's going on? Wait, <laughs> what's going on down on the moon? Wait a minute, what? All right, we got to get the fuck out of here." Uh. And oh, it's such a great story. It's so huh. good. Interesting. Yeah, it's 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 really really cool. There's like some um like loyalty officer uh, like on board with her okay. sort of questioning her commands. So when she re- I'm going to totally spoil this story. No, that's fine. I'm uh, so, it'll take me a while to get to it anyway. So when she like sort of sees what's going on that like the the shield generator is down and that mm. um you know ships have gone you know, the rebel ships have gone in, but yeah. now they're starting to come out. Oh. And, you know, she's just like, oh, shit. She just turns around and she she kills um, the like the loyalty officer <laughs> guy. She just takes out her blaster and shoots him and kind of looks around going, yeah. And then says, all right, we need to get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, such a baller move. Because then you see her again in the Aftermath series okay. where she's, you know, she's like coordinating this big collection of all the people who are, um, oh, you know, the, who are the, still the remnant. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So that's that was just really fun. But I, I was like, wait, I got to read this twice. Did she just do that? It, it is. It is an interesting thought, because if it blows up, there's no one left to be loyal to. Yeah, exactly. Vader's yeah. gone. I mean, you're you're then loyal to a concept, and the only way to keep that concept alive is to run. Yeah, and she just knows that this dude was going to give her a hard time if she just gave the order to get the hell out of here. Yeah, and she's like, I don't need this. We're fucked. This is done. <laughs> like, let's get out of here. <laughs> you know. But it's just like it. It shows like her ultimate loyalty because she's just like, all right, well, you know what? Uh, we got to get out of here. We've got like. The, the only like capital ships left. Mm. Um, so let's get out of here because yeah. otherwise we're going to get destroyed and you know, whatever the, you know, and she just, she just bolts. Mm. She's like, yep. Howdy. <laughs> yeah. Cause you have to think, I mean, in the, the chaos of it and the, and the panic of they blew up our ultimate weapon. They've overrun our forces on the planet. They yeah. destroyed the superstar destroyer. Um, yeah. no one is in charge. If for, the first thing would be who's the highest ranking officer. And in that point, two more star destroyers are destroyed. And then it yeah. just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. She's just like, look, I'm not going to have to, I'm not going to explain this to this asshole and fight him. <laughs> yeah. Pop. Which is interesting though, because then that whole, that whole thing leads to, um, if they continue with it in, in legends, it like led to a bunch of warlords and different, um, different star systems and stuff, different parts of the galaxy. Well, the whole aftermath series is really, really kind of cool. Cause by the end of that, um, you meet a young Hux, uh, like a, like as a child. Okay. So, and that's really pretty fucking cool. Hmm. So I just, I just love what they've done. I, you know, like, to be able to take, it's just like, oh, wait a minute, sure, there was, uh, there was Jedi, but let's talk about what's going on on that ship with that chick. Yeah. Who just, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole Count Vidian. Have you ever come across him before? No. 
Now, I've kind of fallen away from the books, actually. I should get back into them. Yeah, because they're just like, you know, I've been in this sort of Star Wars mood, and I just want candy, and as much as I can rewatch <laughs> the movies, you know, but to just sit out on the porch yeah. on a summer night and just, like, sort of check out a little bit mm. and read a Star Wars book. Yeah. I did hear rumors that they're discussing the possibility of a of a solo, Han Solo, Disney series. I'd be down for that. I I liked him as Han. I liked him enough. You get Donald Glover in there. You can you can you can team Han up with a young Dengar. You can do a whole bunch of stuff. You can definitely have Amelia Clark back in Darth Maul and explore that way more interesting aspect of the story. Yeah. That would be great. And you bring Emphis Nest back into the whole thing because that's a great character that we need to see again. Yeah, you could definitely go go deeper with some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because she seems like she's the other arm of the rebellion. If she got all that coaxium and she sells it, then uh, she can fund a lot of stuff. Right. That could be interesting. I, I'd, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see... Stuff that isn't directly referencing the the original trilogy. Yeah, let's just, you know, let's go a little bit, you know, fill in those those blanks in between the movies and the stories we know. Yeah. That's such a, a, a great thing. Yeah, and and that job that, that Lando was talking about with Jabba uh, at the end of the movie doesn't have to be the job that that Han screws up. Right. Because he's too young at that point, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. You know? Jabba would have caught him and killed him in in no time. Yeah. I think if he he's, was that he's young. too young at that point. Yeah. He needs to get a good relationship with him because, unfortunately, in the special edition, we have him walking on Jabba's tail and he wasn't instantly executed. So there has to be some kind of camaraderie between the two. You got to build that up. And I yeah. would be totally fine watching, watching Han and Chewie run different smuggling missions for yeah, like three episodes fun. or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, I was reading a Rolling Stone article today about how the porn industry is trying to stay active and filming um, with the pandemic and their response to getting people together to do things is better than some states plans for schools. Really? Yeah. Um, like a test 24 hours before you have to, uh, film your scenes and it's, it's no more multiple partners. It's going to be one-on-one, um, no kissing. It's going to be, uh, positions that don't, that, that are, that are the least face to face kind of kind of positions um this is just one company obviously talking about stuff um and um they are going to sequester the actors and in a in a in a hotel after their test monitor their social media make sure they're not exposed in between the time the test takes place and the time they film their scenes and i'm like schools want everybody packed in and the porn industry is trying to keep people alive what the fuck is going on here? All right. God damn it. You know, with with home media, the porn industry has basically led the way. So maybe we should look at some of the stuff they're doing. 
and um and and maybe maybe take their safeguards into account because they said that that wearing masks aside from it i guess becoming a fetish uh wearing masks is uh, is um is uh, not a saleable uh type of type of look they want for the actors and if anybody is sick the whole production shut down yeah obviously and and we see all this shit like oh hey this this baseball team has 14 cases and they've been back together for 3 days no shit <laughs> Louis Gomert has covid oh no shit he's a fucking idiot <sighs> yeah i mean herman king it's just like yeah brian cranston has it yeah it it's it ain't nothing to fuck with no it's not i don't i don't I don't I honestly don't get the dummies. I who, um, yeah. because it doesn't affect them. Until it affects them, it doesn't matter. You saw it. Trump's wearing a mask now. You know why? It affects him. I'm not going to let you answer. It affects him. It affects his poll numbers. Right. That's, that's the only reason. It's the only he reason. Give a shit about anybody? No. Well, he does himself. Well, yeah. That and fucking happened. his daughter. Because remember, he still wants to fuck his daughter. That's true. Gross. Ugh. I don't know. I just don't. I just. I just don't fucking get people. Herman Cain says, "Oh, we shouldn't wear masks." And guess, guess fucking what? Uh, yeah, you should have. Herman Cain, love him or hate him, would still be alive if Trump didn't hold that ego rally in Tulsa. Yeah, most definitely. So Herman Cain's death is 100% on Trump. Yeah. Um, then we have this other shit from businessinsider.com that says Kushner's coronavirus team shied away from a national strategy, believing that the virus was hitting Democratic states hardest and that they could blame governors. You believe that shit? You're just like, eh, it's fine. Jared Kushner is the dumbest fake smart person in the fucking white. I think he's dumber than Trump. Trump is stupid yeah. because he's losing his mind. Oh, and also, um, King Shriveled Penis definitely wants to delay the election. Oh, I know. Isn't that fucked up? Yes. Is it surprising? No. No, not <laughs> at all. Because you're just kind of like wondering, like, like what route he was going to go to do that. Yeah. But like, it's not safe enough to vote, but let's open up the country. Let's open yeah. up schools. Make up your fucking mind. You, you crumpled dick dipshit. Ugh. I just, the, the hypocrisy every day. This is yeah, why I watch Bob's burgers because there's no bullshit on that show. Nobody, nobody, nobody acts like an, well, people act like assholes, but it's like, it's like mid-level stuff, you know? There's no, there's no horrible backstabbing. Nobody gets murdered. It's all light sitcom nice. stuff that's, yeah, it's nice conflict to move the show along. And it's, and it's fine. And that's why I watch Glow, because I know what I'm getting out of that one. You know, or I watch Transformers, because like, they're fucking robots. You know, they, they don't, they can get a computer virus. That's about it. 
Uh, I don't know. Seeing all these places open back up. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty annoying. It's kind of scary. Like our numbers here are slowly going up, and I think that's being downplayed. And I think that's going to be a downfall of of everywhere. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the fall. I was talking to my sister about the schools, mm. and I said, you know what they should do? They should just, you know, I don't know if I said this last week, um, they should keep middle schoolers and high schoolers home, let mm. them do the remote learning, because, like, parents don't need to be on them and paying attention to them every minute of the day, mm. right? And then the extra space that you've now opened up in the high schools and the middle schools – yeah. Bring, yeah. Bring the younger kids there, you know, hold a class, you know, put a, put two grades or whatever in the gym or move more. You know, you've got some space now to work with to keep right. them at least a little bit more further apart. And then, so, and but, then you can stagger the buses, have the start time stagger by an hour for each one so they can, they can do all of those runs for the buses. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. And you've got time. So she's like, wow, that's a really good idea. So, hmm. The next day, she texts me. She said, I sent your idea to the governor. I'm like, all right, let me know what he says. <laughs> but that's nice. That she she thought enough of your idea. Yeah, no, to- that, that was that was that was great. You know, if I had more ambition, maybe I would have done that. Or it just <laughs> <laughs> I did so. we did get a letter from um an email from the school that said, um, all right, we're figuring everything out. Um what we do know is that we cannot come back as normal. That's out. And we yeah. don't, we don't want to have to do all remote learning because we don't think it lives up to the standard we should have for the kids. I'm like, all right, well, that makes sense. So they made it right now. It looks like the hybrid approach is going to work where they're probably going to split them up into thirds or or quarters or whatever and have them come in like maybe maybe they go in one day a week and then the teachers have friday to catch up on all of the remote stuff and and all that but they don't have anything concrete i think that basically the 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 cities the states and the um the teachers unions have to all agree do you know what's gonna suck though Hmm. once again teachers are gonna get a fucked oh yeah they're not going to get paid for doing extra work right they're gonna get sick yeah you know and it's just it's it's disgusting Mm -hmm. it's disgusting that the priorities of politicians are so fucking skewed yeah i can't argue that so it's just um it's just disgusting Mm mm-hmm and nothing's going to change. And I don't really think stuff will change even when um, somebody else gets elected. No, it's going to it's gonna take a few different. more. It, it'll be a little bit longer. It'll be a little bit different, but I'm not sure how much. I think, I think before we're gone, we're going to see the change that we always wanted to see. Because, because the old deal, uh, I just hope that fucking... Toxic turtle doesn't get reelected. Yeah, seriously, man. Like that's that's their one job in that state is to not elect McConnell. Can we can we just do that? Because things will be different if he's not there. 
Yeah, I, I, I really, yeah, things will change radically. I think that, you know, I, I really hope they lose the Senate. Yeah. I mean, if they can lose the Senate and win back the White House, then, you know, there's, I don't know. Things will be a little better. I mean, the first thing Biden has to do is go in and like rip up all those executive orders and say, this is all yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Let's, uh, and then he needs to call a bunch of countries and tell, all the ones that we're talking to now to go fuck off and all the ones we're not talking to say, sorry, I don't know what was wrong with the other guy, um, but we're starting over. And uh, remember me? I was the cool guy that hung around <laughs> with the cool black guy. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think our standing in the world, if, if Biden's elected, will just instantly change. Wouldn't you yeah, think, but- don't you think Merkel will be like, oh, thank fucking God, somebody I can talk to. Right? Yeah, most definitely. Oh, and it'd be nice to be nice to have another country as a laughing stock again. Yeah, man, like, let's, you know, let's give it to someone else. Yeah, I mean, Boris Johnson, uh, he can carry that for a while, right? Yeah, he's kind of dopey enough. He's like, he's like if Doctor Who did Trump. (laughs) Pretty much. Like he's an asshole and he's self-serving, but you know he's he laughs at himself. He has a little bit of charm. Not great, not great, not at all. Uh, is it bad that when people die of COVID or or catch it, and I don't like that person, I think fucking good. <laughs> no, I think that's a you know a, a genuine emotion. So like when Louis Gohmert announces he has it, I can say about fucking time something happened to that dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? I don't know if this is true. I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw that he went into the office in person to tell his staff he had it. <laughs> Louis Garment is the dumbest motherfucker on the planet, isn't he? Oh my God. That's we- so fucking dumb. We've been complaining about this guy since like 2009, since I know, I, right? he first came across <laughs> us. And he is, I don't know how he keeps getting fucking elected. Does how would you, how do you do that? It's just like, hmm, I have this highly communicable disease. Let me go. They're not going to believe me if I don't tell them in person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I swear to God, if I worked someplace and somebody came in and said, I just wanted to tell you guys that I have COVID, I would tackle you through a fucking glass window. Oh, I don't think that the disease would have a chance to kill them because I think I might have. Yeah. Take a shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You just you just keep a bottle of rubbing alcohol and a spray bottle next to you, and anytime they come near you, you spray them like they're a cat. Well, no, we Louie, no. <laughs> we had one dude who came in to Starbucks, and we all take our temperature and everything. Right. Um, but he came in, and he um, took his temperature, and it was like, high it was like 101 Ooh. he's like um frank i'm like take it again mm. <laughs> you know from like 10 feet away <laughs> so takes it again and it was like a 100 i'm like did you ride your bike today oh he goes yeah i'm like could you go sit in the freezer for just you know just sit just to e- just you know, to even just, out <laughs> just sit like just sit in the corner yeah for like 10 minutes. And so he did that, took it again, and he was normal. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, so next time you ride your bike, just, 
you know, wait a little while, wait outside for like 10 minutes. I always wondered about that. Then, I wondered how does like super cold air conditioning affect that? How does being out in the heat and sweating affect that? Like, is there a waiting room till you hit equilibrium? I don't, I don't think that it's, I mean, he was, you know, obviously he's exerting himself, but right. like when I get out of a, out of the car, a hot car and mm. walk through the hot parking lot and walk in, you know, and you're just feeling hot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling, but my temperature is normal. Right, but if you're riding a bike, you're te- you're 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 yeah, exactly. up in your metabolism. Right. You're you're in you're so increasing your internal temperature. Yeah, you like that. Okay. But I felt bad because he's he's a kid. He's like twenty something, and yeah. he just kind of like you know panicked for a second. Like, yeah, am I gonna fucking die? Yeah, you know, maybe <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. I don't know if Will it be today? today? But... <laughs> <laughs> that is a scary thing. That is any any kind of health scare. When they when they when they um when they X-rayed my lungs uh, for pneumonia and they said, "Yeah, we need to do a CAT scan because we found stuff." I'm like, "Fuck!" I don't have a cat. I don't poop my pants that often, but thanks a lot. No, but like, just, you know, oh, do I have lung cancer? I quit smoking over 10 years ago. Is this going to fucking happen to me? Really? I tried to do the right thing and it was just scarring. It was just scar tissue from pneumonia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's great. <laughs> Better than cancer, though. Yeah. Just. But yeah, that's why that's that's good though when you get well, better than cancer. Yeah, and that's one reason why I'm not fucking around with this. You know, it's like I know what it's like. I I've seen my daughter in the hospital hooked up to machines. I've I've seen my parents in with operations. I've seen my wife in there. You know, after a cesarean, I've had health scares myself, and um, I'd like to keep going on the great track record of not dying. I went through the whole thyroid thing, which legitimately should have killed me five or six different times maybe more because i let it i left it untreated for so long um yeah uh it it would be now that i'm done fucking around with my health that it happens but i mean i thought i thought maybe my mother was going to be more of a oh we're all fine we should all just you know get together and and have 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 you know a barbecue just um me and ellen and the girls and my brother and his wife and his kids and them and um she tried to float the idea of just coming to visit where we sit at the top of the driveway they sit at the bottom it's like 20 feet 25 feet yeah and i'm like you know what i'm not i'm not going anywhere she's like you went to the zoo i said yeah and i could keep people away from us and we all wore masks and um it's the only place we went i said Here's the thing. I know I'm not sick, so I'm not going to get it. And I don't care if any of those people not wearing masks get sick. You're not wearing a mask. Fuck you. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm not comfortable going near anyone because if Ripley's carrying it, if Nova's carrying it and you get it, then what? They have to live with that for the rest right. of their lives. And um, my my brother's daughter so my niece's birthday is is coming up and uh my mother just straight up said yeah they're pro they're not going anywhere so and i'm like well thank you that's an argument i was kind of dreading of you know we're keeping everybody separate we're only having small groups and and i didn't want to have the argument of 
I'm not risking a diabetic and an asthmatic. Right. For for my own birthday, I wouldn't risk that. And yeah, I love your kids. But there's a point where you just can't take a chance at all. Yeah. Like I think if if I was if I was I I don't even know. I don't even know. Like uh, it feels like the AIDS scare in a way. Like nobody knows how you get it at first. Yeah. You know, remember back it was like nobody knows oh. how you got it. The government did jack shit to help everybody. And now well, now that was, we know how it's transmitted, some people just don't give a shit. When it was like I don't know, nineteen ninety probably around nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety two, when I was in a serious relationship mm. and um it was it was kinda like a like a big deal. And other couples I knew did this. It's just like, all right, well, you know, it's kind of a serious thing. Let's go get tested because we want to start having unprotected sex. Mm. And it was me and my girlfriend at the time, her best friend and her boyfriend. And all, all four of us went and we got tested. Mm. And then you had to wait like a fucking week. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> like, if you, if you're really it, worried, that's a terrible week. It is. And, and you're just like, you're spending that whole week going, you know, did I? No, I'm probably all right. And then mm. you start kind of like, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it becomes like, well, I don't know about her. Yeah. Everybody has one or two of I don't know about Every, them. Well, yeah. Everybody's just like, well, and, and we were like real careful and we were like probably six months into seeing each other and we were definitely monogamous and blah, mm. blah, blah. But I just remember it's sort of like, I'll, I'll never forget that day. It's just like, well, you know, I'm taking a shower. I'm like, today's the day I, I find out and yeah. it could radically change my life yeah. or the, the lives. I mean, there's, there was four of us. Mm. I mean, I don't think statistically AIDS was at a place yet where it was one in four, at least not amongst, you know, heterosexuals. Mm. So, but it was just one of those things. It was just like, kind of, you know, this weird, scary thing, but yeah. sort of like, but like culturally, the fact that this is like, yeah, couples did this and like, hey, let's go get tested and take this step and blah, 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 you know? Mm. So it was really – um, and like just the way things are are now and you just really have to be careful where you are and what you're doing and give a shit about other people. Yeah. Um, I saw Walmart. This is so fucked up. Walmart said everybody in our stores is going to wear a mask. And I was just like, good job, Walmart. And then a couple of days later, Walmart's just like, yeah, we're not going to have our staff enforce it. Well, fuck you, Walmart. What Then what's the point of having your policy? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it should just be no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Yeah. It's that easy. And if someone wants to be an asshole about it, much as like much in the same way as if they came in with no shoes and no shirt, you call the fucking cop. Yeah. Yeah. Because now they're, they're a possible. Now they're risk. just. They're a, they're a health risk. They're trespassing, and we have rules. What? Someone wants to walk through spouting their freedom and, like, walk through wearing, like, uh, I'm just going to go naked. It's my right as an American to do this. Yeah. No, you're not going to fucking do that. Hey, I wonder you know? if uh, I wonder if um, if watered-down sriracha and a water gun would work. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hey, where's your mask? Just, yeah. Oh, a mask might have helped that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, stop crying. You know? What are you crying for? It's like, my freedom to squirt you with a... 
but here's the thing though. But like Walmart, giant corporation, giant company could have been like a leader. Yeah. In, in the rear and then people going, all right, well, I want to go to Walmart. And some of them are going to say, fuck that. I'll go to Target and Target's going to, you know, and that's what you need is them to have some balls to enforce it. Mm-hmm. Just wear the fucking mask. Yeah. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Just, yeah, I don't understand it. Like you wear a seatbelt. You like, <laughs> just. Like, I, I think, I think on days where I'm feeling particularly, um, you know, strong and and good maybe i'll go out wear a mask i have a mask now that says um be excellent to each other from bill and ted because i was if it ever hit the theater i'd wear that to the theater cool. um, but also it's a it's a good thing to wear you know yeah so maybe what i'll do is i'll walk through the stores and i'll just say put your mask on and if they start arguing back at me i can give them the sam jackson i don't remember asking you a goddamn thing <laughs> And just do it real loud and embarrass them back. I wonder if that would work. (laughs) Next week, we hear about Chris getting kicked out of Target. (laughs) That's fine. But you know what? If I'm yelling at people to put masks on, do you you think they'd kick me out? No. Okay. (laughs) No, because that's a worse story for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I do it in Walmart. Walmart, they really don't give a shit around here. But I just I was really, really impressed when I first read the story that, oh, they're going to, you know, and they're going to really mandate that people need to wear their mask. And I'm like, oh, good for them. Way to go, Walmart. And then they're just like, well, our staff, they, you know, because people are getting violent about it. And and give them them pepper spray. If you're a violent asshole, you don't have to follow the rules. Like, is that what we're saying now? Oh, you have to be white, too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, I just, it just makes no sense to me. Like, grow a pair and just enforce the fucking rule. Yeah, and um, here's the thing, though. If they just did it, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it it shouldn't be. So, yeah. I don't know. Too many assholes. Yeah. Yeah, that's where all the toilet paper went to all those assholes that won't wear masks. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. It's just like everyone's getting the toilet paper because it's just like, oh, there's going to be a lot of shit going on now. <laughs> oh, yep. and I just, I'm going to again promote the um, YouTube channel for that Julie Nolke who did that. Yeah. Uh, that, that pandemic video. Um, she puts out new stuff all the time and she's just super funny. She uh, is. So, yeah, really, really funny. So she, uh, at one point she did this one where she's like having a pandemic panic attack <laughs> and she's, she's talking to the mirror, mirror, like version of herself. Yeah. And, and at one point, like, cause she's, um, oh, I don't know. She's just like, she tells the, the mirror spirit or whatever. She's like, you don't need a mask. Cause you, why not? I should wear a mask. Well, no, cause you're just, you're not really a, you're just kind of in my mind. Then she looks at the camera. She goes, yeah, we really haven't. Like we never really said what she was, but we're too deep into this now, so we're just gonna go with it. And then she keeps going. <laughs> nice, beautiful. Nice. Um, so really funny shit there. So. Nice. Anywho, yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna promote my kids' Instagram accounts. Oh, I did okay. that on um on on the the Twitch show for Outside the Cinema, but I'm gonna do it here too. 
Uh, Ripley has been doing, both of them actually have been doing their own artwork. And um, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm a little jealous of, of. Tell me what they are. Tell me. Ripley is um, way better than I was at her age. And I was good, but she's <laughs> she's got lighting and shadow and a cartoon kind of feel. Ripley is poof, P-O-O-F uh, underscore penguin. Hold and, on. Yeah. Underscore. Poof penguin. Got it. Yeah. And Nova is. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, right? Holy shit. Yeah, that fucking are- kid. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris, no- I, huh. I am blown away. Make sure that she hears this. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, did she? Let me see if she put up anything new recently. These are amazing. Yeah, she's good. I am so so impressed oh my god the um have, i have her listen to my reaction to this okay. what yeah it's at 135 just about so yeah the one the one she has here of the ghost and the kid with the blue coat and the goggles was one of those um where's draw- that one which one it's like the one two three four fifth one from the top and there's a bunch of lights and a spider the ghost has patches on its um Oh yeah. That was a draw it in your own style kind of thing. She likes doing those, but this kid has nailed her style. Oh like God. so early on. And Nova is um the mini void. She All doesn't word. Yeah. She doesn't do as much artwork, but what she does is is pretty cute. Uh she oh does Oh my god. She does like posting pictures of the dog. Yeah. Of one one of them, both of them. So, yeah. Um, the story behind that is Nova uh, had a TikTok account that I didn't know about or a like account or likey or however you want to say it. And she had like 100 followers. And I'm like, well, that's pretty good. You did that behind my back, but fucking delete it <laughs> because yeah. you didn't ask. And it's a social media platform and you're 12. Yeah. And those are the rules. Yeah. And eventually, like, she had found a couple of people that, that she, um, that she talked to. We, I, I looked them up. They're actually around her age. So I'm like, all right, well, don't delete it, but don't post anything new on that one. And don't use TikTok. They're all, all these Chinese companies. This is plus, let me, let me tell you this. And, and sometimes with the girls, I get really to the point uncomfortable with the language. Um, she did one where she's got her sports bra on cause it was hot. And I said, um, Nova, let me ask you this. You want some old pervert jerking off to your videos? And she went, no, no thank you. I said, then wear a fucking shirt. All right. And she's like, yeah, I will. I'm like, all right, see, that's why you need to tell me about these things because there's a lot of fucking sexual predators out there and they don't care if you're gay or straight. They don't, you yeah. have the right parts. So anybody that contacts you, you tell me immediately. She's been pretty good. I said, so all right. Um, oh my God, those are so great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very so, very wow, pleased with their, so with their stuff. Yeah. So so I said, you know what? All right. I get I got I opened one up for Rip, an Instagram one. She's she doesn't need anything more than that, she says. Um, Nova likes doing the dances and and, and meeting people because like being at home with three straight people, she doesn't have anybody 
that's the same as her right now. Yeah. It's a little difficult for, so we try to, I try to broaden it a little. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, she just, she just slipped one day and I found out cause I wasn't thinking about it or anything. So um, I, I did drop the ball a little bit on that, but I also didn't, I also didn't drop the hammer on her like yeah. I should have because that would just lead to her sneaking more. So instead, right. instead I said, all right, you lose your phone. I kept it for like two weeks. Um, wow. Two weeks is an eternity. But she knew she fucked up. Um, I said, I said, I haven't decided what I want to do. I said, what I want to do is break your fucking phone in half and never let you have another one again. I said, but that. <laughs> Is unre- but short of that. Yeah, I said that's a little unreasonable. So I need to think about it because you ha- she put up like a a lot of videos on that other thing and she had interacted with this other person that was by and and she they they had gotten along. She, she considered them a friend. Um and, and I'm like, "All right, well what other platforms are they on?" And she said, "I don't think any others." And like two, 10 seconds later, I'm like, "Here. They're on Instagram." I I don't mind you having Instagram. You do not. And, and there were, there were some rules. It's like, you do not post, you know, anything where someone can figure out your location. You do not tag where you are. You don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. I had to give them a crash course yeah. in internet safety. Um, and it all came down to, there are people that will steal you off the street and try to sell you. There are gross motherfuckers out there that want to use you because you have the right body parts. And they're like, that's gross. I'm like, you're fucking right. Damn right it is. But I want them to be aware. I said, it's not fair. The world is not right. There are disgusting people out there. One of them's in the White House right now. And I swear to God, he's raped children too. And Nova's like, really? I'm like, do you doubt it? She's like, no, not really. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a piece of shit. You're yeah. Point to dad. I said, look at this picture of him trying to kiss his daughter. You don't think he tried to have sex with her? And she's like, oh, that's gross. I'm like, yeah, but. Is it that far outside of believable? She's like, no, nah, not really. Yeah. I'm like, right, right. And if and if Trump didn't have sex with it with Ivanka, then fucking Epstein did. I would put money on it. And I don't really bet, but I would put money that Epstein abused her. He Trump seems like that that kind of person. Yeah. Because he doesn't he doesn't see his daughter as a person. He sees her as a fucking bundle of boobs and butts. Well, one butt, two boobs. Which would have been a better video than one cup, two girls. <laughs> two two boobs, one butt. So, yeah, that's the, the interesting developments over here. So Yeah, really, um, really good stuff. I'm really I'm really happy um with how they're coming along. Nova said she didn't she didn't like to draw. That was like two, three years ago, but now she's really into it. Rip's got her own style. I didn't have a fucking style till like my first year of college. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. But they have stuff on the phone. She's they're doing this on their phones, not on iPads. That's the amazing part to me. Yeah. And and Nova will will do traditional stuff. They'll both do stuff with pen and pencil and pen and ink and that, that kind of stuff. What um, are they using? Like what apps? Procreate. Yeah. I I. I Saw how how they were using some other apps, and I'm like, might as well get them the good one if they're this good. Yeah, definitely. So now we all yeah. we all have it on our iPads and stuff. So, what do they use on their phone? Is Procreate on the phone too? Yep, yep. And they use their fucking finger. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
these these the, this generation is going to change the world with art. Just just the access they have. Let's hope so. Yeah. Oh, uh, there it is. Procreate Pocket. Yep. Yep. Fucking amazing. Because I have the regular one on my iPad, but. Yeah, and then, and I'm asking them. I'm like, how do you do this? How are you drawing straight lines? And they're like, draw the line, and then hold at the end of the line, and it'll snap straight. I'm like, great. So how do you do your fucking curves? Draw a curve, hold. The, I'm, I <laughs> all right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but it's like it's little stuff that I don't I don't know because I wanna I wanna do stuff. I like I I like drawing. I'm an artist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they um. That's awesome. And they're always they're always hunched over their phones, but I know they're drawing on them, so it's like, eh, all right. And Rip Rip uses her with her with her diabetes management, so she always has it near her. Um but she's she's got the um what's the the app for the for the Boston Public Library. Um and and she's reading books and she's like she's doing way more on her phone than I do. So that's good. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because, like you said, they're doing art on their phone. And would it be, you know, it's it's so funny. People just like, oh, get them off the phone, get off the phone. Like, but right. if she was sitting there hunched over in the exact same way with like a pen, yeah. and a sketch pad, like it's the same thing, right? Right. Right. The same brain is do is it's it's like she's doing the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, all we can do is say, just, um pull your face away from it a little bit or, um, yeah. or, or give your eyes a break because it's a glowing screen instead of a piece of paper. That's about it. But I mean, if she's creating artwork and that's just the stuff that she decides to share, she's got so much more that she hasn't put up. Uh -huh. And I, and that's one thing I told them too. I said, first, you got to learn hashtags because you want, if you want people to see this stuff, you got to learn a hashtag. That's how it right. happens. Yeah. And I said, I said, also, you don't want to put, everything you do up you want to you want to pick the good stuff and you want to post it between certain times and you want to not flood your feed with picture after picture after picture because that's how people just they'll drop you if you're posting too much yeah and they'll just sort of blow through it and not right right not see it yep i said so, so like I tell, I tell rick the same thing because every week he'll post some stuff on sneaker museum hmm. um so, oh yeah, by the way, folks, um, go look if you're into like, you know, vintage sneakers and, uh, basketball stuff, just check out Sneaker Museum on Instagram. Um, lots of cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he, he, <laughs> he posted a bunch of like vintage hats, like Nike hats and stuff. These things are like 25 years old and they mm. look like they're brand new. So he's got a ton of vintage clothing anyway. Um, but I tell him the same thing, you know, don't, you know, don't. You, you, you know, you may be touching up a photo at one in the morning, but don't post it then because it's going to get lost at the bottom right. of somebody's feed, you know? Right. And so, but he's doing something every week. That's good. That's yeah. good. So. And then, you know, when things are back to what the new normal is, maybe, maybe it'll get big again for him. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody's, everybody's just kind of pulling in to themselves and. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a great idea. I'd, I'd like to see it get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this stuff is good. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I got to go eat something. Yeah. We got to, we got to eat soon too. All right. So, uh, this is episode, what, 416, I want to say. 
Um, we got, we got, by the time this comes out, 90 days or so till the election, I'm getting yep. so much fucking mail from Joe Biden. It's like, I, I'm not giving you money. Just fucking run. Shut up. <laughs> let's get it over with. Did you get that mail-in ballot thing? Yeah. 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 I have to fill Can that I- out. I'm definitely going to do that. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't know where I'm going to be at the time. You know, will yeah. I be working? How difficult will it be to get to the polling place? Blah, blah, right. blah. I want to make sure I got my vote in. Not that our state matters because we know where but it's it going. It, yeah, I know. I know. Are you, uh, do we vote for the, the, the Marky Kennedy? Yeah, we do. Who are you going with? Um, I, I like Marky slightly more. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think because your name's Kennedy, you need to fucking run. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I think he's 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 fine, but I I like Marky a little bit more. Well, he's got a better track record. The other so, guy's got got not much going for yeah, him. Yeah, he's got a good track record. Um, I I met him like a million years ago when I was a when I was a teenager in mm. high school. He was really good friends with the head of the history department. Oh. At, um, my school, really nice guy. Like took a lot of time to like sit down and chat. Oh, nice. Um, and I followed him and I've liked him. Mm. Oh, we got a blender going over there. Oh, so. it's five thirty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. So. That's a good time to call it. I think. Yeah. He's nothing if not consistent. I'll give him that. Right. That's yeah. Uh, see how well that goes. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. We'll see everybody you. We'll see you, everybody. Week. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe I'll throw some uh, Mandalorian music up next. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. (laughs) Play us out. I will. (laughs) All right.